Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We are talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues Booth. Presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at boardwalkhardwood.com. And the Blues are back at it after their win over Arizona on Saturday night. They welcome Florida to town tomorrow night. All the warm places, Arizona coming to St. Louis and Miami coming to St. Louis. Congratulations. Uh, Chris Kerber, the voice of the Blues here on 101 ESPN, joins us next on the opening drive. On Saturday night, the Blues came back from their break in the All-Star break with a 6-5 overtime win over Arizona. They welcome the Florida Panthers to town tomorrow. Chris Kerber is the voice of the Blues and always has a favorite Super Bowl spot on the morning after the Super Bowl. And I'm sure he does after Super Bowl 57. Kerbs is with us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? Randy, I'm doing good today. How are you? Everything is good. Did you have a favorite commercial? Uh, I, I listened. Uh, I, I thought that this was probably one of the worst years for commercials I'd, I think I'd ever seen, right? Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. I, th- I thought early on, I thought that they had a chance to beat the Ben Affleck and J-Lo one, and that was my favorite one. Yeah, I think uh, I think the one that grabbed our house the most, I, I was I was chucking darts <laughs> with Roman Duenas, uh, you know, who a uh, sports producer over at Channel 2, uh, mm-hmm. a good uh, buddy of mine, neighbors of ours, and uh uh, he was over, and we were throwing darts during halftime, and and then eventually that one ad that came on that made me think that one of the kids sat on the remote. <laughs> that was that. That's probably the one that got everybody in the house. But was, aside from that, I don't too. think there was another one that was memorable. Yeah, that was mine because I I couldn't I, I didn't know who was touching the remote <laughs> or what was going on, but they needed it? to get it taken care of quickly. <laughs> Here's the but but guys. Now, listen, I'm a marketing guy. I study marketing in college. I love advertising. Uh, if, if I wasn't doing what I was doing, uh, you know, that's, that, that was the field I wanted to get into. I know somebody, it looked like somebody had changed the channel, but I couldn't tell you today what the company was that the ad was for. <laughs> Tubi. T-U-B-I. It's a, a like oh. a, yeah, t- cable. Yeah, it's another, uh, another streaming yeah, service. Streaming uh, service, yeah, yeah. Uh, to okay. find movies. All right. So, Curbs, we we essentially had, like, four different games on Saturday night, which was kind of fun. What was your main takeaway? Uh, Well, (laughs) the the rust of 12 days off uh, was number one. Um, You know what? I'm most curious about this moving forward. The timing of the Tarasenko trade, Randy, is an intriguing one for me because, one, I, I think it's been a long time in coming. 
But this, I think that the Blues, have they've got a winning record this season without Vladimir in the lineup, and then they had a losing record with him in the lineup. Now, that's not hanging every win and loss on Vladimir Tarasenko. But what it, I think what it does for me is I'm not thinking – I don't believe that Doug Armstrong is going to change his course of action at this point. I think he knows where he's at. I think he's accepted where this team is at. I think his comments about that Cup era being over – uh, when he talked with the media last week, are very telling. Having said that, it does give him a sense to assess this team for a series of games, a number of games again, without Vladdy's presence around, and and what that vibe is like, and if that vibe is truly different. And, you know, I thought Ryan O'Reilly was the captain. I think it showed. And, and you know, I'd, I'd like to see what this team does now for a little stretch uh you know, with that one bit of issue taken care of. And, and and I guess I'd add this, too. You remember how many times I've talked about over the course of this year how youth doesn't win, how you've got youth has to learn to grow in the league, right? You, you've got to get that experience. Well, to me, you know, the difference in losing some games and winning some games is, is having guys like Ryan O'Reilly, uh, that presence in your locker room and on the ice. When 71% of the face-offs, 69% of the face-offs, maybe by the time it was all done, uh, one key draws that allowed you to clear the puck down the ice and then scores the game-winning goal. You know, that that's a veteran experience versus a three- or four-year guy trying to learn those situations, and that's the difference between winning and losing. Hey, hey, Curbs, we, uh, I've been talking about Callie Rosen, I don't know, for, for the longest. What have you seen from him? I know we kind of put people in a box when they are, you know, they start their career in a certain manner, but he's showing signs of life every time he's out on the ice. What are you seeing from him? And, and do you expect his play in time to, to increase uh, as we continue in this season? Well, it's been a long time for Callie to just really get that opportunity. And every time he's gone in the lineup, for the most part, he's played, he's played really well. The challenge I think that Callie Rosen has had with this group is that really the top four spots block you from getting opportunity. I think Nico Mikola saw that too a little bit. Uh, heck, I even think I wonder how much it stumped some of the development of Perico here when, with, 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 when you're locked in with the four contracts that the Blues have had up there. But when he's had a chance to get in there, he's played really well. Now, the Blues' top four aren't overly physical, so the Blues have been looking for that edge in their uh, other defensive uh, groupings, whether that be Robert Bortuzzo, whether they wanted to see more of that from Mikola. Uh, and then, of course, you could see that's why I think one of the reasons they brought Tyler Tucker in and they're going to let him grow. That's not Callie Rosen's game. Callie Rosen's game is a little bit more like the top four that the Blues have right now, so it's been hard for him to crack that. Having said that, every time he's gone in there, He's he's played pretty doggone well, and, and and I think the biggest thing for him is his confidence. Uh, when you talk to him, he says, "No, look, I've, I I now know and feel like I belong and can play in this league, and that is a that is a huge thing when you finally get the chance." Curves, is there a way for him to crack that top four? I mean, if, is there a a player or players that aren't playing to the level that you know you need them to play at? And if he is playing better, do you think he should get that opportunity? No, I no, I don't think there really is a way to be honest with you. Not not unless one of those guys has moved. I, I think when you when you look at the contracts, you look at the types of minutes, you you look at the experience that those guys have. Uh, it's it. I don't know that there's a way that he does crack that top four unless somebody has moved out. Now, on a given game, carry yeah, you, you might see a guy get more minutes, a guy get less minutes, but uh, on a whole, right now, I don't necessarily see that changing. 
Chris Kerber with us on 101 ESPN. Curbs, it was interesting to me that in the trade that Doug Armstrong, the, the players that he acquired, Blay and Skinner, are are bigger players. And the Blues, since they won the Stanley Cup, I, w- I would guess that their average height and weight has dropped. I wonder if, as the Blues traverse this trade deadline, if we'll see more of that. If, if there was a coincidence that they got bigger guys in the deal or if that's going to be a game plan for Army going forward. Yeah, it's an interesting uh, question there, Randy, and I and I don't know what the real answer is there because I look at you know what you got and you got Sammy Blay who's going to be an unrestricted free agent at the end of the year. Uh, Skinner, he's a big physical defenseman. He's got a hard shot, but he is a bit of a project. I mean, he, he spent 22 games in the East Coast Hockey League this season. Uh, you know, even in the New York Rangers organization. So that that is Doug Armstrong said more of a body for Springfield right now because they were going to call Tucker up and give him the opportunity. You know, but the New York Rangers also had to make sure that there was some cap space. Mm-hmm. So when the Blues got Sammy Blay back, they, they they got a guy that'll bang the body a little bit. They got a guy that just wasn't working in New York. So you know, I, I'm not. I don't want to read too much into what the return on that Vladimir Tarasenko trade truly is until you find out do they re-sign Blay? Uh, you know what happens with that draft pick. Who's do you get? Do you get the Rangers, you know, or is it the Dallas pick that the Rangers had acquired? All that kind of stuff. To me, I think I really think the biggest part of that trade was was able to get a first round pick, and then you know the others are going to help you get through the rest of the season, and you'll assess it afterwards. Hey, Curves, the Blues got the win, obviously, but gave up another five goals. Uh, one one particularly bad goal was the Keller goal, but other than that, I I don't see any glaring things that are taking place in front of the net that are causing Bennington to just miss shots, miss to, to miss saves. What do they need to do to prevent this many goals from happening? Cause it's not often that you're going to get six. If you give up five. Well, no, it, and they just, it, the, the defending is a team just hasn't been there this year. Uh, I mean, and so, and I think fans have to, when we talk about that, realize that we're not just talking about the defenseman, uh, you know, anybody that has a D as a title of their position. It's it's really the defending is a team, uh, you know. Guys guys come in two on one. Guys are open on the back door, you know. The the defenseman, you know, take a take a player and there's a trailing guy that come in and through. It, it's it's crazy how it's all gone in and that that game was Randy said there was like four different games. That one just got weird. We haven't seen too many soft ones like that go in off of Bennington that'll mm-hmm. that'll make the coach scratch his head. But that one kind of gave the momentum back to the Coyotes, but. Man, I'll tell you what, I was in the locker room before that, you know, the, the morning skate there, and we'll we'll go back in today. There, there's just, there's not quitting this team. Uh, you know, there's an attitude of let's just go one game at a time and see where it goes. And uh, in the end, a lot of different ways to break it down. And if you're going to continue to give up four, you're going to have to continue to score five <laughs> and see where it goes. It's, it's not likely to happen well that way, but uh, I guess one game at a time it might. Yeah, and Curbs... The reality of the situation, yeah, it is what it is. But it's always fun to have a guy like Matthew Kachuk come into town, like he will tomorrow. I always enjoy watching Matthew Kachuk play. Yeah, it's, you know what? I, I, I do too, and, and it's an interesting one. He, he's been fine. He's been much better for Florida than Huberto has been for the Calgary Flames. Um, you know, in that trade, he, you know what he's going to bring. You know he's going to bring grit. You know he's going to bring a little fire and brimstone with him. He's got that skill. Uh, it's fun because we watched him grow up here. There's, there's no doubt about that, you know, but I'm still baffled to be honest with you with the Florida Panthers, uh, you know, with where they are in the standings right now. I think, 
they, they were trending so well. And even with the moves that they had made, you know, I, to me, I just wonder if they made the right decision in, in letting Andrew Burnett, uh, who is a well-liked coach go, you know, and, and that's not a knock on Paul Maurice as it is more. They were doing well under Brunette. And, and I wonder if that decision has cost them a little bit because they may miss the playoffs this year. And that would be a massive disappointment for them. So big game tomorrow, really for both these teams because of that. And we will be tuned in. Curbs, always good to hear your voice. Thanks so much for the time. We do appreciate it. Hey, hey Randy, one other quick yes. thing there. The, uh, uh, you know, it's coming back with the Florida Panthers, too. It's great to see Jamie Compon come into town, too. Uh, as, as you remember him and now an assistant with Paul Maurice again who brought him yep. uh, back with him to Florida. So uh, and he's got so many terrific friends and, and people that, that, you know, here in town that, that appreciate, you know, who he is as a person and a coach and, and a friend. So not nice to see Jamie back in town with Florida, too. And a guy that was the Blues video coach, worked his way up to being an assistant coach, spent time in Chicago, won Stanley Cup championships there, and uh, like you said, has followed uh, Paul Maurice around and is a really yeah. good hockey man, but more important, is just a really good man. Yeah, that, that, that's exactly right. One you know, had his name on the Cups with Chicago and L.A. A terrific story, and uh, it'll be neat to catch up with him at the rink tomorrow. Hey, Curbs, uh, Saquon and Daniel back next year? Hey, I saw a tweet this morning from the New York football <laughs> giants there that, that said the next season starts today. So I, I guess I guess they'll go at it, and I'll follow a little bit. All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Curbs, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. All right, guys. Have a great week.